0: In today's Gospel, we read, He cured many who were sick with various diseases, and he drove out many demons, not permitting them to speak because they knew him. Hello again. Fifty years ago this month, a movie filmed at Georgetown was being shown in theaters across the nation. The movie raised people's consciousness about evil. I'm speaking, of course, about The Exorcist. Do you remember seeing it? At the time, I was a psychology graduate student at Duquesne University in Pittsburgh. And so my fellow graduate students and I debated about the veracity of the movie. We wondered if the behaviors, supposedly based on a true story, were just embodiments of hysteria. Some years later, when I was a Jesuit studying at St. Louis University, I heard about the elderly Jesuit priest in the university's community who actually was the exorcist for a young Maryland man during the late 1940s on which the story is based. While all the movies theatrics did not happen, do you recall what happened on 36th Street, steps down the street from our church? Certain paranormal phenomena did occur and they served to reinforce my belief that evil is real and may at times possess human beings. As we hear in today's gospel from Mark, Jesus didn't go did indeed go about freeing those possessed by evil. More frequently, however, both in Jesus' time and our own, evil is not manifested so much by possession as a disordered force which may influence us and tempt us. In this respect, each and every one of us has encounters with evil. Thus, in the Our Father we pray, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We Christians believe that there is indeed a spiritual battle between the forces of evil and the forces of Christ. One author describes this battle in terms of being stuck in a parking lot, as he writes, quote, it is noticeable within me and other people of belief that good spirit moves us away from the spiritual parking lot, of remaining paralyzed with the fears of not having enough gas, flat tires, darkened headlights, and burnout batteries. The evil demons do not at first want humans to do bad things, but rather to do nothing good because of not being able to enter into further creational lives. Little by little, inch by spiritual inch, we can be convinced of a do nothing bad but nothing good either. Those spirits of counter-creation are speaking to Jesus, fearing that they have lost their power to decreate this possessed fellow." Unquote. The good spirit of Jesus frees this person to get back on the freeway of creation or creating. It is not written, but the reader and listener to this event knows within her or him that doing something creatively is the human response and is our own. Folks, when you think of it, every time we gather and begin Mass, we acknowledge the presence of evil in our lives as we say, Lord, have mercy, and we open ourselves to the healing and hopeful graces of our God. Thankfully, our lives are permeated with God's graces, but often we fail to notice or name them. Today's first reading from the third chapter of the book of Samuel is an example of a child who became alert to grace in the form of the, the Lord calling him at, Lord, at night. And we hear how Eli, the leader, teaches Samuel to say, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. As the story of the child Samuel relates, during the night, Samuel heard a voice calling his name. Confused, he ran to Eli, thinking it was the priest who had called him. Eli, discerning the divine origin of the call, instructed Samuel to respond, saying, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Three times Samuel heard the call, and three times he went to Eli, demonstrating the persistence of God's attempt to communicate with him. Finally, on the third occasion, Samuel responds as Eli instructed, and the Lord reveals himself to the young boy. The Lord's message to Samuel is both powerful and and impactful, foretelling significant events for the nation of Israel. Samuel's obedience to God's call becomes a turning point, not only in his life, but also in the history of God's people. Next to today's homily link, you may find a link to the song, Here I Am, Lord, written by Dan Schutte and sung by John Michael Talbot folks, in reflecting on the stories of Samuel and the ways in which Jesus overcame evil, let us be inspired in the face of evil to cultivate a listening heart, always attentive to God's call. May we embrace the persistent and loving voice of our Creator, responding with faith and hope and love, obedience, and a willingness to be used by our God for His divine purposes. As we do so, we can trust that, like Samuel, our lives will become a living testament to the faithfulness and transformative power of God. Amen.